Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. A Florida man hid his bullets behind his balls. A Florida man is jailed after pulling drugs from a surprising place on his body. A Florida man gives peacocks vasectomies. A Florida man stole a horse while riding a bicycle. And Florida schools will now teach that slavery was a benefit for the black people. These are the Weird Stories for Friday on Weird AF News. Of course, they're all from the state of Florida. Because on Friday, we only do weird news from Florida on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast in the entire galaxy. And the only weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. Let's do it, baby. A Florida man hid his ammunition behind his ball sack. The Florida police recently revealed a man's daring move to hide his ammunition behind his testicle area. Uh, Well, you know, you can conceal carry now in Florida as of July 1st without a permit. And, you know, maybe this guy is an example of one of the more popular ways to conceal and carry your ammunition or your pistol, and that's behind your balls. I would never think to put my bullets in my gun behind my balls. It seems very uncomfortable. Uh, I wonder what this guy's packing. Is it a 50 caliber or has he got a little 22 small package? Let's keep reading and find out how big his balls are and how big the bullets were. This is a story that'll make you wonder, why would anyone think to hide a bullet beneath their testicles? Well, Let's get introduced to our Florida man, Michael Brennan. He's the mastermind behind this misguided plan, hiding his ammunition in his taint. Uh, This all started when Mr. Brennan decided to embark on a luxurious 17-night vacation in a place called Indian Rocks Beach. Why would you bring your bullets to Indian Rocks Beach? Sounds like a lovely place. Well, maybe, perhaps, you're dumb and you think that Indian Rocks Beach is a place where there's still old school Indians trying to scalp you and that you need some protection so you bring your bullets and your gun to this seaside resort. Um, Now, this man was arrested. It doesn't say on what charges in the article, so I'm not sure why, but if you're the kind of guy who hides bullets between between your your nutsacks and your your buttocks area, you know, we we call it the yoach or the taint. I mean, there are other names for this. Sorry, children. Uh, Maybe some earmuffs here. Although they're learning physiology and body parts at this moment. So tell them what a, tell them what a taint is. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Anyways, this guy was arrested. Doesn't say for what reason. I assume it's just for being a Florida man. Who knows what he did? It could be anything down in Indian rocks. Could be smoking rocks in Indian rocks, selling rocks in Indian rocks, cooking up some rocks in Indian rocks. Well, eventually they took him to the jailhouse to be processed and the police kindly reminded him of the consequences of smuggling contraband. He claimed he was clean as a whistle. That's the quote. He was clean as a whistle, but you can't trust a Florida man when they tell you they're clean as a whistle. What does that even mean? Uh, But then it turned out, obviously, uh, the the police were surprised. I don't know why they're surprised. But when they searched him down below, a a bullet was nestled comfortably beneath his testicles. The, The story says comfortably. I highly doubt that it was very comfortable to put a, a bullet 
between your te uh, beneath your testicles. <laughs> Uh, now, Mr. Brennan, the Florida man's ingenious plan earned him an additional felonious charge for smuggling contraband into a detention facility. But hey, at least the bullet hadn't been fired, right? Yeah. yeah I guess you could say his plan had a certain explosive potential, though, you know. <laughs> so, hey, he, I don't know why he hit it behind the balls and just didn't put it in the prison pocket. You guys know what the prison pocket is? You know, your bum bum cavity? That's how you get stuff into the prison. We all know that. You got to put it in the old dark and stormy. You know, you got to put it all, you got to put it in the intestinal wallet. A Florida man is arrested and while the police were searching him for drugs, he said, wait, there's more. Wait, I have more drugs, guys. An Oklahoma man, Oklahoma, Florida, never heard of it. He was arrested on some drug charges after he pulled a bag of narcotics out of a very secret place, which I will tell you about later in the story. We're going to keep you on the edge of your seat. Florida man Stephen Mattingly, age 35, was charged with possession of fentanyl and drug paraphernalia. Now, I haven't said that word in quite a while. It's usually affiliated with Florida stories. I've said it on many a Florida Friday episode, but haven't in a while. So let's enjoy that word again. He had drug paraphernalia, guys. After he was pulled over on Highway 27 at 6 p.m., the police pulled him over in his pickup truck because he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. So strange to me that the Florida police are pulling people over for not wearing a seatbelt, given all the other things that Florida men are doing down there. That's just, that's just my opinion. Uh, now, the officers, after pulling him over, noticed that he had a dishwasher in the back of the truck that wasn't secured properly. So... In Florida, they're concerned about these sorts of things. Meanwhile, people are walking around with a, a gun behind their balls everywhere, and that's okay for the most part. You just can't bring it into a facility, but you can have it behind your balls. You can conceal carry it. Anyways, I digest. Uh, the officer conducted the traffic stop and spoke to the Florida man who said he normally doesn't wear his seatbelt anyways, <laughs> especially when he's moving cargo. That's just his thing. He's like, I don't wear seatbelts when I'm moving cargo, when I'm on the job, when I'm on the clock. I'm not wearing a seatbelt. It crimps my style, bro. Uh, when asked for a driver's license, proof of insurance, registration, the man said he had never been pulled over before and did not know what to look for, did not understand what he was being asked for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is what they asked for, a driver's license. Uh, when you get pulled over, you know, you, you, you know about the driver's license, you know, it, it exists and you should have one if you're driving around. You also have to have a, a registration for the vehicle. You know, there's a, there's a record of this vehicle, right? You know about that? This poor Florida man doesn't know much. He does know about drugs though. Uh, the police found that Mattingly had a lengthy driving history, previous encounters with law enforcement. So that means he's not telling the truth about he doesn't know what to do. He has numerous offenses. Now, due to the discrepancy in his statement, the officer asked if there was anything such as guns or drugs in the vehicle. That's what they do. They ask you when they think you're lying to you. They ask for the drugs. And you don't even need to ask a Florida man if he has drugs on him. They, they got it, man. And you ain't got to ask a Florida man if he got guns on him. They got it, bro. They got it. You should just say, hey, okay, now, could you just show me the guns and the drugs? Just that's, That should be the, the thing you say. Show me the guns and the drugs. This Florida man denied having anything of that nature, but the officer observed a container of Narcan inside an open glove box. The officer asked if he consumed narcotics, to which the Florida man said he got them from his doctor at the clinic. The officer asked to search the vehicle. 
The Florida man agreed. As he got out of the vehicle, a glass pipe with burnt residue fell out onto the pavement. <laughs> the first step there. <laughs> tink, tink, tink. What's that? Oh, it's just a glass pipe I got from my doctor. Anything else on you? You're going to have to look. The residue tested positive for fentanyl, so the Florida man was detained. Further search of the vehicle turned up a green glass pipe with burnt residue underneath the right panel. That's for smoking the meth. He got a pipe for the meth, a pipe for the fentanyl. He got a pipe for the crack and then a pipe for his cannabis. That's to sleep at night. Additionally, they found a folded up piece of paper with a brown powdery substance in the, behind the mirror. It later tested positive for fentanyl and methamphetamine. Inside a can in one of the cup holders behind the driver's seat was an unknown liquid containing multiple solid pieces floating inside that appeared to match the narcotics already found. This guy is a veritable drug farm in his truck. All of this was seized and sent off for testing. The man was placed under arrest as the officer was leaving the traffic stop to take him to jail. The Florida man maddeningly told the, the police to stop, stop, hold on, because, quote, he said, there's more. There's more drugs, <laughs> to which they said, where are these drugs, in your vehicle? He said, no, up my butt. <laughs> Another butt-related story here, of course. What do you expect for Florida Friday? Uh, Mr. Florida man was removed from the vehicle where he was able to pull the object out of, the, out of his anus on his own. The officer tried to uh, retrieve the tied-off plastic bag which contained an off-white and yellow powdery substance that later tested positive for fentanyl. And he was taken to the jail. He had fentanyl in his butt. <laughs> Wait, there's more. <laughs> Hold on. I got to take my cuffs off. I got to get my pants up. Ooh, let me push for a little while. Wait, there's more. Ooh, wait, guys. There's more. Ooh. One bag comes out. Two bag comes out. Followed by a small gun. <laughs> Florida man keeps everything in his butt. Uh, Florida man gives vasectomies to peacocks. That's a very strange title. And for once, it doesn't involve a Florida man putting something in his butt crack. Shielded by county law for decades, peacocks in Pinecrest, Florida, are no, no longer off-limits to trappers. And Mr. Don Harris, a Florida man, is eager to get his hands on these birds. Now... Pinecrest lined up Harris to perform hundreds of rapid peafowl vasectomies after the village secured an exemption this week from the county's strict rules against trapping these large birds. Trappers hired by the village will respond to resident requests for peafowl sterilizations, then ship these birds to a facility for vasectomies under sedation before returning the fowl to the neighborhoods where they were taken. Why do all of this? Why give vasectomies to the peafowl? Are you familiar with this term, peafowl? That's technically what um, peacocks are. I believe the, the male is called a peafowl and the peacock is the female. Is, is that what we're doing these days? Am I getting it right, guys? I don't know much about biology, you know, as much as I've tried to watch our planet and learn about the animals, I just end up crying by the end of every episode when I learn that me and my human friends are the ones killing all of them. So I haven't been learning much about the animals lately because I have PTSD from that show. Anyways, why are they, why are they culling this? Not, not really technically culling, because I believe that's killing 
off the animals. They're, they're giving vasectomies to the peafowl. The hope is to slow the growth of the population that's both beloved by some of, some of people for its plumage and detested for many, by many for its daily habits. Sorry, I'm trying to push through this podcast. I'm extremely hungover and tired, and I don't have my equipment, my correct equipment with me. But I can't skip a Florida Friday episode despite how much I don't want to do this today. Let's keep pushing forward. Uh, here's a quote from this guy, Harris, the vasectomy guy. I don't even know how you end up giving vasectomies to peacocks. It's a very strange hobby or profession. How do you even, how do you even fall into this? He says, the upside of peacocks is they're beautiful. Everybody knows that. The downside is that they can do damage to your property. They will see that they have a reflection in your car and then they'll attack your car. They will headbutt it. They will scratch it. They will poop all over it. They like to roost on fences, on the tops of your cars, on the, to- on the roofs of your houses. They do damage there, everywhere. They're very vocal. They're very vocal. They're very loud. They're very vocal. He really wants you to know that they're vocal. Pinecrest budgeted $7,000 plus for what's being described as a pilot program that could expand to other municipalities, fielding resident gripes about peacock noise, their pecking damage that they do to the vehicles and homes, bird waste on sidewalks, cars, and roofs. Yes, we get complaints about peacocks every week. It's nonstop. During mating season, it's our number one issue, the peacock complaints. And some of the citizens are quite afraid. During mating season, they get very aggressive. This is all happening in Florida, too, alongside the pythons and the gators. (laughs) And the flesh-eating bacteria. I mean, every episode I learn about a new... (laughs) wild animal that's just terrorizing the citizens. I don't understand how you people are down there. It makes no sense to me. I can't even wrap my head around why you would be there. Anyways, the county law bans killing of the peacocks. You can't kill any of these things. But they, ha- they should have a hunting season like they do for pythons. But they're too pretty. You can't kill them. Yeah, well, if it pecks my baby's eyeball out of its socket, then yeah, I'm going to kill a peacock that day. It's, they sound dangerous and annoying and loud, and I would hate to live around them, to be honest with you. Um... So anyways, this guy's giving him vasectomies. It's a strange thing to do. I assume they put the bird under. I didn't go under for my vasectomy, and I didn't find out I was not going under until the last minute. They don't, they don't let you know ahead of time. I, thought, I didn't think to ask because I assumed that I would have been going under before they cut open my balls. But no, they don't, they don't put you under. That's, that's how human vasectomies work, in case you're wondering. You can email me with any questions, funnyjones at gmail.com. I'll answer all of your vasectomy questions for humans, not for peacocks. I don't know much about it. Uh, It says here the vasectomy equipment is very expensive for peacocks. I don't know. I don't know what else. Anyways, yeah, I suggest you move out of Florida. I mean, I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Yay! A Florida man stole a horse on a bicycle. The horse wasn't on the bicycle. He was on the bicycle stealing a horse. This was his method of getaway. For some reason, he didn't ride off on the horse. Perhaps he doesn't know how to ride a horse, but he knows how to ride a bicycle. Maybe this was a date. I don't know. Let's keep reading and find out. (laughs) Orlando, Florida. The police are searching for a bicyclist accused of riding off with a stolen horse. Uh, According to the Orlando PD, a black and white Paso Fino horse was stolen from a trailer parked near Kirkman Road. Surveillance camera footage shows an individual coaxing the horse off of the trailer at 3 a.m. The thief climbed onto their bike and pedaled away with the horse in tow. 
The horse, they say, has a very distinctive appearance, according to the Paso Fino Horse Association, and is known for their smooth, natural gait. Well, I don't know how smooth and natural the horse's gait's going to be when it's being dragged around by a most likely drunk Florida man on a bicycle. Probably not as smooth as usual. But I have to tell you, I mean, spotting a man towing a horse with his bicycle, very easy, because that's not very uh, common, you know? But I like, I like the idea here, finally, a Florida man showing some care for the environment because, I mean, this is, this is a carbon-neutral crime, right? Because <laughs> this, this guy cares about global warming. He cares about the planet. <laughs> this, these, these things don't have um, exhaust, either of them, the bicycle nor the horse. So he's, he's definitely keeping the, the carbon footprint very small in his life and in his crime. So... <laughs> I kind of like that aspect of it. It's hard to find virtuous Florida men. You, you know, you have to struggle. You have to look deeper into the crime. <laughs> Florida schools will teach how slavery brought personal benefit to black people. Middle school students in Florida will soon be taught that slavery was wonderful. It gave black people a personal benefit because they developed certain skills because of slavery. <laughs> nice, yes. Oh, and, I, and, and getting whipped is good for the blood flow, I've heard as well. <laughs> Florida, way to go. The Florida Board of Education and Ronnie DeSantin approved new standards for African American history on Wednesday. Teaching the students that slavery was good, kind of hiding the darkest parts of their history in this effort. The majority of the speakers who provided public testimony on this planned curriculum were vehemently opposed to it, warning that the crucial text is omitted, atrocities are glossed over, and in some cases, students will be taught to blame the victim. One representative says, I am very concerned by these standards, especially some of the notion that enslaved people actually benefited from being enslave? I mean, <laughs> approval of the new standards is a big win for the DeSantis administration who are out of their minds. Uh, this is effectively uh, part of their plan to seek to create a new educational agendas that shields white students from feeling any sense of guilt for the wrongs perpetrated against people of color. The Florida governor signed what he's calling the Stop Woke Act. Last year, he did this to do just that, restricting how issues of race are taught in public schools and workplaces, and now controlling history and what's taught to the children. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> Slavery was amazing for them, for the slaves. Not, no, no, not just for us, people that, that, that owned the plantations. I mean, there was, I mean, of course, we got really wealthy, and that's cool. We didn't have to do anything but sit indoors all day and drink tumblers of whiskey and smoke cigars while they did all the work. So, yeah, we kind of benefited a bit, but, you know, generational wealth and all that. But the slaves, I mean, come on, you see the shape that they were in? They all had abs. Do you think they would have had abs if I didn't have them working in my plantation? I mean, this benefits them. Of course it benefits them, and the children need to know this is part of our history. No one seems to be talking about that, you know, about this part of black life. Uh, there wasn't the, sla the horrors of slavery. Come on, come on. There was more benefit than there was horrors of slavery. I mean, you know, I mean, this is just 
a complete atrocity and to deny it is uh it's it's psychotic it's i was gonna say it's sociopathic but it's it's worse than that it's psychotic behavior Next week, the story will be that black people had a fashion trend back in the day of wearing rope necklaces, and occasionally these necklaces would get caught around the trees, kids. Just occasionally. <laughs> but, you know, they liked those, that sort of fashion, you know, the thick chains that they wore around their wrists and ankles. It was really in back then, you know what I mean? <laughs> Hey everybody, thanks for joining me for this episode of Florida Friday, and I want to thank everyone who sent me articles the past 48 hours or so, uh, specifically for the Florida Friday episode. Thank you so much. You can always email me, funnyjones at gmail.com, and if you'd like to call the show, the number is 646-450-2012. I'm going to publish some phone calls after this if you would like to stick around for that. I want to apologize for the quality of the recording today. I forgot my microphone in Los Angeles, and so I'm up in the Bay doing stand-up comedy shows. I brought all my equipment, show up, I set it up, where's my microphone? Not here. (laughs) So I had to record it on my phone, unfortunately, so the quality probably isn't up to snuff what it usually is, so please forgive me. Also, I'm very hungover. I was up extremely late, had three shows last night, and then was drinking drinking with the local comics, you know, ingratiating myself to the local scene up here. I really love it. The comics up here are really uh, very funny and really cool and nice people. So when I come up here, which is only a few times a year, I like to, I like to have some fun. Can you hear the train going by? Can you hear that? That is the N. Judah. And it, it rattles right by my, uh, by my head at, at, when I sleep here at night, so... You get a dose of that. Yeah, the, the, the podcast is a mess today, an absolute mess. And, and forgive me, I just, uh, I, you know, I'm, I, I tend, I get a little forgetful sometimes. Jonesy smokes a lot of uh, cannabis, if you don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, I would like to give a big shout out and, and thank you to uh, Mr. Chris Benedict, who just became a Patreon. That's right. He joined the Patreon. He's a patron. That's what, the, that's what we call uh, people who join the Patreon. We call them patrons. So big shout out to Chris Benedict. For showing some, you know, upper level support to the show. I'm looking at a, a picture of Chris. He's got a really cool beard, man. Chris looks r- really dope. He looks like uh, someone I'd like to have a dab with, right, Chris? Do you, are you into dabs? All right. Uh, <laughs> have you talked to your children about dabs lately? <laughs> yeah, we formed a group called Dads for Dabs. We're uh, we're having we're, we're holding events throughout the community. Dads for Dabs. <laughs> for the kids <laughs> it's ridiculous I think I'm still drunk anyways Chris Benedict thank you for you look really cool dude uh, he looks like he's into fly fishing um, someone I can hang out with and toss back a few adult sodas nice some nice frosty but frosty ones do you like frosty ones you guys into frosty ones I had a few frosty ones last night for damn sure also had some very expensive cocktails made in a speakeasy yeah, ordinarily I wouldn't pay this much for a cocktail, but I was one of the comedians, so I got to drink them for free. So, I mean, these things are like $27 because they had like, uh, I don't know, bergamot and lavender in there. I think there was a peacock feather in my beverage. <laughs> it's ridiculous what people put in beverages and then charge you $27. I'm like, okay, okay. That's cool, that's cool. Because you put a little smoke on it, because you put smoke on it, it's now $28 for the drink. Anyways. That's, that's how we did it last night. What, I had to say something else to you. What was it? 
Oh, okay. I got two shows tonight in in the city. We're at, we're at the Valencia Room, and then we're at and we're at Milk Bar as well, eight and nine o'clock. Tomorrow night, Comedy Oakland in downtown Oakland at the Washington Inn. So um, come out to these events if you would like to see me. Uh, and I guess that's about it. I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, if you, I guess if you would like to join the Patreon, like uh, uh, Mr. Beard Benedict, then you can do that by going to uh, patreon.com slash weirdafnews, or you can go to weirdafnews.com, click on the Patreon banner. You can also go to weirdafnews.com and buy me a coffee if you're into that. Um, I need a coffee a lot today because I'm so damn hungover. And um, yeah, please subscribe and you know do all that. Yeah, whatever. I hate this part. Do this. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Just do it. Do it. Help me. Will you please? I sound so desperate. Ugh. Ew. Ew. Wipe it off me. Wipe it off me. Anyways, guys, take it easy, but take it. Yay! Hey, Grandpa Jonesy, would you please tell us again about the time you got arrested in Kansas? Or maybe tell us about that time you did ayahuasca. Please, Grandpa Jonesy. Hello? I know someone's shooting. Some hoodlum is shooting. He came over here and stole my basketball bunny, and, and now he's outside. And he's shooting. He's shooting hoops. Come and help me. Oh, I got a pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. Oh, Jonesy, you tried to stump Jim from Cleveland, but you can't stump Jim. One day I would love to get together with you, Jonesy. And just pick your brain and see how much music you try to come up with. Anyways, instead of five-star whatever you said, I think it should be five-star general, not a soldier whatever you had. Say a five-star general when you get your reviews. Hopefully you're doing good. I love that you're pimping out your shows. And uh I think it's a good thing, man. One day you might come to... Cleveland one day, who knows where you'll end up and do a comedy show there. Uh, hopefully you're doing good. You stay safe, my buddy. Thinking of you. Thinking of football season. Jonesy, I hate to tell you, I don't think your New England Patriots are going to do good this year. I think they're going to end up in last place. Buffalo and Miami are way better. I think, uh, more talented. We'll see what my Browns do. I, I don't think we play you, which is good. We don't play you because for some reason we can't beat New England. Belichick's on the height, uh, he's on the hot seat. Never know. I think he'll maybe get fired. You never know. Hopefully you're doing good, man. Be safe. Love you. Talk to you later. Your friend from Cleveland, Ohio. It's not as warm as you are, but we still have it a little warm. Take care. Love you, man. Yeah, so these new cars, like, they, you know, they're getting rid of uh, bare tires in these new cars. And it seems like especially the new cars and the new new drivers, they don't have blinkers in these new cars. I don't know what it is. I thought they would have more and more features added as we went on. But, you know, it's, it's weird, right? That's weird news, right? Like these new cars, I got this 
no blinker. He just comes right over. I'm like, dang, I thought it would have more features, you know? And then, like, they're, they're getting rid of the spare tire. They're getting rid of the blinkers. What's next? Are they going to get rid of the brakes on these new cars? That's It's weird. I think we we should go back to the drawing board on this one. What do you think, weirdos? Yay! <laughs>